0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You've tuned in to the Flyers Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I am your host, Mark E. Stewart. And I'm here with my partner in crime, as I am every week, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. I always like to put the What's junior
1: What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> oh What's up? Man? <laughs> oh, you throw it back to me? I'm passing. He passed back. I, hey, let me sell hey, it's he's not to pass it. He's in here doing
0: he's in here doing this. And his, I pass
1: uh, it to everybody listening. Oh. He's popping oh, and locking. Yeah. It's, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Let's get it. What's going on, my brother? <laughs> hey man. I, I'm happy to be uh back in here doing this, and I'm happy to be uh breathing.
0: Yeah, me too. Likewise. Um we have a lot of uh Interesting sports stories, um, particularly this week. Um, what I wanted to sort of get into uh, initially was this, um, which I think is a, a game changer. Uh, the the California State Legislature passed a law that I think can change the landscape of college football, giving the players that play in the state of California the opportunity to um, exploit their likeness and to make money from their likeness while they're in school. And what I believe ultimately inspired this uh, legislation, I don't know if you know the backstory, but um, former UCLA champion, I forget what year he played on, Ed O'Bannon, um, ended up filing a lawsuit against the NCAA because they licensed the what was at the time the NCAA basketball game. And he was playing it and it sort of occurred to him or somebody told him he was playing with himself. He was playing with UCLA and he's playing with his teammates. Like, you know, he was six, nine, the player on the game was six, nine. It was UCLA. It was his number. And they were like, man, you must be making a ton of money. And he was like, we don't make any money off of this. And it sort of sparked the idea for the lawsuit. And I believe the lawsuit is sort of, and that was years and years and years ago, um, and what ended up happening— He won. He won the lawsuit, and they stopped making NCAA games. Instead of trying to figure out a way to pay the players or push the money through to, to the players, they just wiped the game away. So you don't get NCAA football or basketball anymore as a result of games that I used to enjoy. I used to love, particularly the recruiting mode. That was, that was hype, trying to get a top-ten class. Um, but I think this changes the game because there's a lot of layers to this and a lot of potential here. What are your what sort of your were your initial thoughts when you heard this? Because now I'm hearing that there's other states looking to pass certain legislation that are that's like in the same line as this.
1: Yeah, I uh, I initially well, it was mixed feelings initially Um, and it still is mixed feelings because I understand what they're trying to do. And I also understand that, you know, the NCAA is making. Uh, billions of dollars. Um, also, you know, everyone involved outside of the actual athletes um, are making money, uh, particularly from football and the basketball. But football obviously is number one. Um, but it's it's mixed feelings because I feel like on the surface, it's a good thing. But when you start to look at it from, a, from me from a little bit deeper, um, I think that it could present some problems, um, particularly. Um, from a recruiting perspective, because now that it's basically, they've basically opened the floodgates for basically all endorsements. Um, now they can't make money directly from the NCAA, but that they can make money from, uh, you know, if they wanted to make money from signing autographs or car dealerships, or they can sign with the soft drink company. Um, and I felt like, well, yeah, that's cool. But you know, if, if, if you are making how do you if at eight, at eighteen years old or nineteen years old, if you just got a check for fifty thousand dollars, how are you equipped to handle that? What's your motivation to go to class? What money does is it gives you options, and when you're young, when you're that young, uh, you generally aren't the best at making uh, the best financial decisions. and so I feel like with though with, 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 with that type of added uh, element. I feel like it could present probably more problems than it solves. Uh, then, then you have the the uh, added, um, you know, the 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 added factors of, let's say, uh, boosters. Now, all of a sudden, you want a five-star recruit. Well, hey, if you come here, I'll give you an endorsement for this. I'll give you an endorsement for that. And so now, from the recruiting perspective, it can get really convoluted because now you can have basically fake endorsements. A guy just funneling money. You know, into you know, into these recruiting classes, getting people to sign uh, from 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 sham endorsements. So basically, I think it can turn into. I think it should be capped. Or if you're going to get the money, let's say it's if it's uncapped, then I think they should force these guys to maintain some sort of grade point average and take a finance and marketing course so they can learn how to handle this cash. I don't think you just give it to them. Not to mention, a lot of these people are coming from what LeBron said. All oh, I me mean, was just me and my mama. And and okay, LeBron doesn't talk like that. And that's great. That's great that you know it's me and my mama. He doesn't yeah. talk like that. And so I'm like, all right, well, I get that. But then you now, so now you have the added the added pressure of people back home knowing that you have you know six figures and you're 18 years old, you're 19 years old, and now you got people pressuring you, asking you for money. Uh, I just or do you go to this endorsement? you know, uh gig or do you go to class or like and, and and these kids are hard to coach. Some of them are hard to coach the top athletes as it is. Now you're dealing with somebody who, you know, just cashed a check for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from Gatorade or Coke. How much harder would it be to get through to this kid? You know, so I just feel like it should it should be capped or at least there should be some incentive from a academic perspective to be able to take advantage of this. I don't I mean, you got pro athletes messing up money, pro ones. You got pro athletes messing up $50, $60 million contracts. How do you think a child that came from no financial background is going to be able to handle this added element? So I just think that on the surface it was it, it sounded good, but I think that you know it requires a little bit more refining.
0: Okay. Let me let me unpack because you said a lot and I want to unpack it and sort of address it. I the the only thing you said that I agree with is the the capping um so that you're not so so let's say for instance Nike let's use Zion as an example Nike wants to sign Zion to the deal that they signed him to like not even a year later like he was he was a part of Duke's university, Duke University Duke's academic institution
1: for like 6 months yeah
0: If that, yeah, (laughs) long enough to maintain eligibility through the first semester, and then the second semester he didn't have to go to class, he didn't have to do anything. He was effectively a professional athlete from when he was in high school. He just wasn't able to get the money. So what you do is say maybe, let's say for like a a nice round number, you say you you limit this to a hundred grand in terms of what you can take. Then now you can let's he he signs for eighty million. You get hundred grand now. Deal's in place. The minute you're out of there, you start to.
1: Actually, in. I actually thought about that. Yeah, some sort of trust or something. Yeah, something like, like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, you just this is how much money you can get, so no one can get more than let's say that number. I don't disagree with that. Everything else I disagree with because, first of all, when you start talking about boosters and you start talking about incentivize, all that stuff goes on now, and it's done underneath the covers. Is done underneath, behind the curtain. At least this way, it brings it out front and eliminates some of the corruption that we see in college sports. We don't even talk about what happens in college basketball with the shoe companies, where they're like Duke is a Nike school, Kentucky is, a, I believe it a, might be a Nike or Adidas school, or Arizona. Kids are making choices based on apparel deals that they're doing and being associated with much earlier in their in their in their uh, high school careers. So right now all this stuff is done in the dark. The second thing is why is it when it comes to like football and basketball which are both sports that are primarily black people dominated that we start worrying about how they can handle money? Do we worry about how the gymnast, the 13 or 14 year old gymnast handles her money from Cheerios or her money from the Wheaties box or whatever after she go to the Olympics? and when at 14, nobody says, well, she's not going to go to class or she's not going to do this. Nobody says that about, like, the tennis players when they turn pro. Like, oh, well, we got to make sure that she's getting all this bread, that she's going to go to class. This, nobody gives a shit if Coco Golf goes to class. Nobody even talks about her class. They talk about her as a tennis player. Like, it's only when we talk about football and basketball do we have this weird duality that there's supposed to be some academic payment. Most of the students that play at the top programs, let's say, the top 15 programs, I would say, maybe this is being very mean, but I'd say most of those players, 70% of those players, probably wouldn't be welcomed on those uh, campuses or wouldn't pass through their admissions. The only reason they're passing through those admission doors is to play that sport. And they're exploiting them getting money off of their backs and they're off of their bodies. So, the, And I'm not even saying that they should be paying them. What I'm saying is, if if I come into high school as a five-star recruit and I can walk in and get me a local Aurelio's pizza deal, I, he should be able to get that and he should be able to use that for himself. Now, when you start talking about the Nikes, and I mean, you think about the Fab Five. And I remember Jalen Rose, and this always stuck out to me. Jalen Rose said, we're walking past the store and they're selling our jerseys in the Foot Locker with our names on them. But he's like, I'm not getting any money, and I had to go borrow some money to get a pizza to take my girl out. Like, that has to stop because they are playing pro sports. They don't play for free. They charge to get in the games. They charge the networks for the TV. That's pro. Anytime money starts to change hands, it's professional. So all it is is it's minor league ball. They don't call minor league baseball not pro. It's pro. It's just not major league. College football, college basketball is minor league sports. They're unpaid. That has to be fixed.
1: So so I think I think there a couple of things uh where I would or i would, my point of contention would be is that you start talking about, you know, when they turn pro, a, a tennis player, Coco Gal Gal, she's pro. If she's pro, she can make her money. Yeah. So, if an NFL or a college player turns pro, that's a completely different discussion. But you,
0: but, but let me just let me if just the gymnast check that point. Takes though. money,
1: they turn in pro.
0: But what I'm saying, no, the gymnast, a, a gymnast, because you, I'm saying this because you pointed to the, Tiger Woods, but you pointed, had to turn pro to but, get money. But let me just let me go back. I go, I can pull the tape up. But you, we, we ain't so far that you don't remember what you said. You said, "I'm concerned about giving an 18 year old that type of money." What's the difference if the 18-year-old plays for Clemson or the 13-year-old does flips for the USA? Like w- like the, the 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 pro amateur thing it's a non-issue because money is changing hands. It's just not going to the to the talent on the field.
1: I think I think that if Cuz you, your point was and, about and, the and, age, and it then, wasn't about the and then here amateurism. Here, yeah, but let's not act like the players that we're talking about here come from the strongest uh, family dynamics, the family background. Coco the, the normally the kids that participate in tennis, they have both of their parents. But why they do you have, care? Because because, because what, I, what I'm talking about... Why do I'm you gonna, care what his would, home life is? Because this. the reason why... If he tricks off $100,000, that's his business. Exactly. But I don't... But but if you're going to get the opportunity to have that, then there should be some incentive to be able to take care of that cash. You don't want to give a kid $100,000 who comes from a disadvantaged background and may not be able to handle that. That's what I'm talking okay, about. First
0: of all, I don't think I don't think you're we're, we're, giving. We're talking see, about see, I, see, disadvantage. I think there's so many, bro. We're, I think there's so many code words that you're using right now that are that are talking points for the mainstream. We're giving him a hundred grand. Nobody's giving him shit. He's putting up. If you're talking about a football player, he's putting his body on the line. He's going to class. He's weightlifting. He's committed. Nobody's giving him. If there was an outside force that wanted to come in and give him a hundred grand to promote pizza because he scored three touchdowns this weekend. Nobody gave him that. He earned that right to get that money. There's no gifts. Nobody's asking to give these guys gifts. What I'm saying is if you can exploit yourself, and I don't care if you're a football player, I don't care if you do construction – why is when it comes to this, when it comes to Clemson, when it comes to Penn State, when it comes to Oregon, with the minute that you step on those campuses, then somehow we got a whole different set of rules for you. But if you're 18-year-olds old on the street, nobody cares whether the 18-year-old kid on the street, the kids have been working in this country, actors, actresses, uh, kids that do commercials, all sorts of stuff. They get money. Nobody sits there and worries about their family dynamic, how they going to spend their money. Nobody cares how come when the dude put on the Oregon uniform now we worried about how he, how his family
1: life is and whether or not he's going to trick the money off. I've always been worried about if you give kids too much money too fast. It's the reason why you don't give your son a Ferrari at 16 years old. So you want to So so You so, don't
0: who gives a Ferrari like you either got it or you don't. So, Somebody so, earned that. So, yeah, her. but what
1: I'm talking you're talking about we talk about talking about putting on an Oregon uniform or a Georgia uniform, you're instantly talking about money that's in the six figures. So you're not talking about a kid that's eighteen years old working up at the Foot Locker making making a thousand bucks a month but you're, you're also not, not talking, talking about, about
0: coco golf who's making millions of dollars through endorsements but she's a pro million. she's a pro athlete but
1: these guys are pros too No, they're amateurs if they if they want to go pro if they want to go pro if they their status what are you talking this is not hyper this is not hyperbole i'm not exactly what i'm saying is what makes it pro is that
0: they charge to get in they charge for the jersey they charge for everything the only thing that's not happening is the money's
1: not trickling and down. they charge for for, for for amateur golf tournaments they charge for amateur uh the amateur tennis so what are you talking about
0: what i'm saying is is that what what if you're if you're getting money for something it's no longer not pro pro means everybody's here is doing this for a living everybody in college sports is doing it for a living when when Zion walked into that arena to play basketball for Duke the coach that he plays for is getting six million dollars from Nike nobody gives a shit if coach K wears Nikes they care that Zion wears Nike so Zion's wearing a shoe that he don't even get a choice in because he chose a Nike school and all that money is going to going to Coach K. Everybody who walks in that arena, the announcers that are announcing the game for both teams, everything that's going on is creating and generating economics. And the people who are putting on the show don't get it. They're not getting anything. And when you don't tell me that they're getting an education and all of that, you get an education, especially in 2019, you get an education to better your life. So if you can eliminate that step to just be in a better life because your talent is that rare and that unique, then you should absolutely be able to get it. And Duke University or Notre Dame or Penn State or Oregon or USC should not stand in the middle of that. Not So so for three years, they can exploit your talent for their personal gain and for the university's endowments and all that type of stuff that are the school that they wouldn't have had your ass at anyway if you couldn't score them touchdowns,
1: so we're talking about we're talking about them not being able to, oh, not necessarily being able to take advantage of a of an education, which is the biggest divider in wealth in this country. So if you are you, the have, biggest divider so of wealth you, in this
0: country is money. Who got it? Who don't? Because not everybody who got money got it through an education.
1: No, th- but yeah, but but ninety, probably over ninety nine percent. That's the difference. Because you think ninety nine percent, so. Okay. So so go knock on the project doors of of any project here and see how many of them got four year degrees. No, I'm not then, saying. And that. and then, and then, but, and then but, go but, in your neighborhood. But, but, go in your neighborhood. Does Mark Zuckerberg, go have, a, does your,
0: Zuckerberg have a have a? Uh,
1: you don't. Uh, does he have a degree? You're smarter than to use an aberration to make your point. No, but what I'm knock saying. You on said the 90%. Doors, Knock on the doors in your neighborhood and see how many people got four year degrees or, or master degrees in your neighborhood in my neighborhood. Yeah, but that's what we're talking about. But but, but also, don't don't use Mark Zuckerberg or or the fact no, that Bill I'm, Gates dropped out. Don't use the aberration. I'm not
0: using a, They're not aberration. Education. Is is no. the
1: biggest divider in your ability to make income in this in this country? But that's what it first is. Of
0: all, Period. First of all, first of all. I understand what the point that you're trying to make. But so the, don't use Mark Zuckerberg's admiration to make But your don't point. use Georgia football it's ridiculous. as a, But don't use Georgia football as an example of people trying to educate people. When they get DeAndre Swift, or Deontay Swift to come play football, they don't give a shit about his academics. He But he he's should. He's there to score touchdowns. But he should. So if he's scoring touchdowns, he should be able to cash but in on But he should. That's, the point. that's the point. He's there to play a
1: sport. He should. He should I'm care. Not,
0: why do you assume be- And that's the that reason why I-
1: money he doesn't no longer care about And that's education. the reason why they end up broke after they get finished why making all that, that, that money. At why some you, point why you, co- you why have you to increase your financial literacy and if you can go to school and do that, then you should. But why are you? So get the money. So get the money. Take your financial courses, take a marketing course to understand the, how the endorsements work, to understand how the what marketing works. But why do you stand
0: works. on the issue? Because on one side you're saying, well, I don't think they should be able to do it or, or whatever. Are you saying they should be able to capitalize or not?
1: I, what I said was I think there's layers to it and I think they should be capped. And I also think that there should be some sort of incentive. Based on maybe why do you have to have an incentive for something you already accomplished? Because I want you I'm to an, go to I'm school. You're not they dad. I want you to. I, Cause the, Yeah, but I, it's my <laughs> opinion. I want the kids to go to school to take full advantage of these educations that white people have all the time. All right. When they get in college,
0: I want all those kids that I see run out on Saturday to take full advantage of everything they're getting. That's why I look at graduation rates. That's why with my school that I follow, I'm proudly following Notre Dame because they graduate 94, 90 percent. 94, 95% of their black athletes. So whether you went there to go to the pros or whether you went there to get an education, they're doing right by those black athletes in that football program. But when you see other schools that are out here graduating 15, 20, 30% of their players, I want them all to get their degrees, but that's individual things. That's, that's individual. That's a secondary issue. You're there to play football, and if you scored four touchdowns that weekend or even if you're the softball chick who hit three home runs and played on ESPN in the in uh, in the uh, in the softball championship and now the local car dealership want to give you some money, you should be able to take that too. And I don't care if you come from a good house or a bad house. If you hit four home runs for UCLA on ESPN and all of a sudden, like all of a sudden your name is in the mainstream, go get your money.
1: I just think it would be a tragedy. It's a, a free market. I think it's a tragedy to hear stories about Antoine Walker, Andre Risen, guys that have gone, that didn't get their degree that made upwards of 40 or $50 million and squandered it because they didn't have the financial literacy. They didn't understand the power of the economics that they had at the time. And I think that you can do that. The biggest divider I see all the time is when you have an opportunity to go to school and you take advantage of it. If you can, and what I mean by take advantage of it, be able to get your degree, be able to 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 be prepared for the financial windfalls that you have. I don't want to see guys out here. You know, who the, wants the, to see that? the Buc- I'm saying
0: me. I'm saying who wants to see anybody squander fifty million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. But that's like, the point. That's yeah. my point. Most pro athletes
1: end up broke. Okay, so and, because, and, so, and so the so in large, is, how many of them got four year degrees? They end up broke. So what I'm saying, get is your the, education and get the money. That's all but, what I'm saying. But my thing is this: if incentivize you incentivize them if you want academically, it, but
0: how do you? Okay, first of all. You're talking because you're mixing apples and oranges. You're saying Antoine Walker went 40, went to play in the pros and squandered $50 million. $100 million, he did. $100 yeah, million. Dollars. Yeah. And, and we see it all the time. Financial literacy is a real problem in our community. But you got to make money. If you have a rare skill, the way this country works, if you have a rare skill and rare talent, you can capitalize on it. That's the example that I was using about Zuckerberg or yeah. anybody that dropped out. They have a rare ability. That's... Zuckerberg's skill is more rare probably than anybody's in the country, which is why he gets the bread that he gets. If you coming out of of high school, you're 18 and you have a rare skill. You can run really fast. You can score touchdowns. You should be able to take advantage of it. Now here's one of the problems. The setup in the system doesn't even allow them to go and say, look, I belong because some kids don't belong in college. Some kids belong on a construction site. Some kids belong on a football field. Some kids belong in a recording studio where we are. Not everybody's, pathway is through that four-year edu- uh, four-year traditional education mine wasn't I have an education through working and, and and being in my industry and I've learned things about money through losing it and making it but that's my path and if a kid comes out and he can dunk and play ball why should the NBA or the NCAA or the NFL even mandate that he show up at that campus so even for well, one year well well even I for agree. one year No, I
1: agree with that I do agree with that. I do agree with you should be able to if you want to go pro. But I think once you enter school, I think that I think that there should be an incentive for because what you're talking about that's a that 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 rare skill has an expiration date. And the problem is for all those guys that are losing their money, they can't run the routes as crisp as they used to run them. They can't jump as high as they used to. So after when when you, when you're no longer able to earn <clears throat> that extreme financial windfall in that short amount of time, did you? set yourself up to be successful after that and i think that for the most part when you find when you find athletes that have gone through that four-year process when you find guys that have gotten a chance to grab that degree like then you then you then those guys are generally more acceptable on a on a you know on a um higher percentage to be able to have, to monetize other talents after that, even if even if it's their old playing days, they're still able to figure out ways to monetize that experience through camps or through nonprofit organizations or through you know getting behind a microphone or or whatever they however they see fit. You sure. just generally see you know that when they when they're able to to do that. So so think about think about this right. The reason why, well, one of the reasons why education in underserved communities is 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 struggling so bad is because people want to make money now they like hey this dope money is finna feed my family now and so i think that if you can get if, if if kids knew they can go to college and get paid and still play their sport but they would have to they don't they, because they don't see how this social study class in the 10th grade is going to help them you know with their help mama pay the bills but if if you if you get to school and you have you able to make the money that you're talking about making, but also you ha- you are incentivized in order to keep getting the money that you have to have some sort of uh, academic requirement. I think that that's a fantastic way to get both done. That's that's just – I don't – That's I, just – Yeah, I mean, it's overused, but we just going to agree to disagree on that point because I think if
0: you've – if you six six and you can catch alley-oops, and you can shoot the three, you've already done what you needed to do to separate yourself and have and, – and, and express your rare skill. And you don't need any other incentive other than the playing time, other than to be able to get on the court, to get off the bench and on the court so you can shine and do what you do. Like, I don't know why there should be yet another can- carrot dangled to say, well, now if you do this other thing for me...
1: Like, get your education? Well, get your education like, is the like right you, of that, that, each individual... You don't, you, don't, you don't think that's good? But <laughs> I
0: don't. it's not that I don't think it's good. I think that's the, it, to the decision you of dump. each family. I think each individual family has to decide what level of education that they want. Like if I left high school and decided to go get a trade, which is a problem because in this country, dudes used to leave high school and go get trades and then they can feed their family. They can work at the, uh, the work on cars. They can build houses. I don't see people doing that stuff anymore because we forced this idea that college and the university automatically gives you a better life. Now we got a whole generation of kids Living in their parents' basements with $150,000 worth of student loans that they can't pay, and somebody paying them $38, $48,000 a year. Now, you telling me the kid that can make hundred grand through his college years or 100000 a year through his college years should be incentivized or somehow have that opportunity taken away? If you can get your money at 5, 15, 25, 35, 45, get your money and then. It's easy, like my man Gerald Busby used to say, then you can tell your story from the mountaintop. Let me get my 100 million and see if I can figure out financial literacy from there. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, yeah, And to incentivize me to continue to play basketball for you and and to be able to make a couple of dollars when I'm making you millions, yeah, go to my finance class. Like, that's your thing. My thing is, I have a rare skill, and that's why you send your kid to basketball camps. You're putting in the work now. Just because it's not traditional education doesn't mean that it doesn't lead to the same place. We ain't all going there through the same door. I understand what you're saying. If an education, a traditional education gets you where you need to be, then you should absolutely do it. But if you, LeBron, he seems well-educated to
1: me. That's another aberration. It might be. That's a that's a a, another aberration. That's
0: it. But so did Andre. So did Antoine Walker. What Antoine Walker did after he got his money—that's the
1: standard. Most guys end up going broke, and and it's because they they're not they don't they don't have financial literacy. I don't think
0: that most guys end up going broke. That's the statistic. It's seventy percent.
1: What are we talking about? This is incontrovertible data. What's the data relative to the people who go to college? Well, the relative to the people that go to college, let's just drive around the most affluent neighborhoods and let's just look at it. And you drive around, like I said, go go to the roughest parts. Go to the roughest parts of this town. Go to the roughest parts of this town. Knock on the doors and see how many of them have degrees in economics, finance, veterinarians. None of of them. But but you know what
0: they also have? They also have rare skill. I'm talking about. If you're a brain surgeon. You have a rare skill. But guess what you got? And you needed an education to get got? it. Yes. But your rare skill is what paid
1: you. The, but the point is though is that rare skill he was able to monetize that through going through education. What I'm saying but is But that's
0: not the path for everybody to that same life.
1: Yeah, but if you that's a short-sighted view. If you can you say if you can make half a million dollars by the time you're 22, you should go out and do that. And I'm saying, well, yeah. Why, well, why I'm not? saying I'm saying yeah, you should absolutely do it. But how did you make that half a million dollars? Did you make it through Dunkin'? Well, you better figure out a way to make you another half a million dollars. Should you get a knee injury or or or, or, or when or when that time comes to an end? Because it it will come to the an same end. Same risk. Then you have to be able but to But that risk
0: exists for everybody who does well. Yeah, but the, but but I like, think so, if I'm doing well and then I get in a car accident on my way home from work, my wife and my family gotta figure it out.
1: So let's We not, all live under that. So let's not develop so let's not develop our. So let's not develop our minds to be able to make Who's sure. Who's saying like, what don't we develop
0: doing? your mind? Your my mind is developed fine, and I've never been on anybody's university. You're another case. aberration. I'm not an aberration. You're because you're acting like education only comes through one door. I'm, you can learn and become an expert at something other than going to Clemson <laughs> or going to Georgia or going to Notre Dame. You can do anything, anything, anything Like is that's possible. A, I think what you're selling is a big lie, that if you that sold up on campus and you get a four-year degree, that you're going to become a veterinarian. I'm not. Go ask all these kids with these degrees that's living at their parents' you house. You
1: increase the probability to have your financial success last longer. Not if your
0: skill ain't rare. What do you mean your skill ain't rare? You ain't, you how many
1: 55-year-old people you know Duncan? It's no, a fleeting skill, no, and it's short-sighted. It's, no, your view, that's their your view skill. is short-sighted. No, everybody. Is.
0: Everybody who's extremely wealthy, and I guarantee you, when you talk about drive through the neighborhood, you can come out of college and get a job making forty-eight thousand or thirty-eight thousand dollars a year. I hire them people all the time. So their education
1: didn't make them an expert enough to come in here and make a difference. Where I had to pay them more. How many people? How many people you know that don't have degrees? Are hiring people with degrees. Uh, we got we, at some point we have to use a regular base of what's going what's on the regu- in the
0: world. So, so, so the regular base of the kid who's got two hundred thousand dollars worth of student loans and living in their parents' basement. You telling me that that's what AOC and Elizabeth Warren and B- Bernie Sanders they up here running entire campaigns? On how the fact that your education doesn't get
1: you what it used to get. There's
0: a whole movement of people out here that are saying we're up under these student loans, and I make forty thousand so, dollars.
1: So, 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 are you saying? Are you saying that? Are, so, so, I guess what you're telling me. I'm by, saying by, to by, boil it down by to just that, that. By is, that logic, is, is, then, is lazy. By that logic, then. Well, no, it's not because by that logic, you're saying don't go to school. I'm not saying $200,000 and you can't do this and you can't do that. I'm telling you, the banners that hang out my subdivision have Emory, Georgia. There ain't no banners hanging outside the project of kids that are graduating going to school. And I think if you have an opportunity to go to school and get an education through your talent of being able to dunk a basketball or catch touchdowns, you got to be able to take advantage of that. Who's disagreeing
0: with that? What I disagree with is you're saying that once the kid puts himself in that position, once he's gone through all the camps, once he's gone through all the personal instruction, once he's done what he's got to do to get on the campus and play in front of 90,000 people every Saturday, does he have the right to cash in on that without an additional incentive it's he's got to stay eligible, he's got to keep a certain grade point average, he had to have a certain ACT or SAT to get in there, so now we're going, in order for him to get a couple little dollars for the shit he did, we got to incentivize him a little more and go, well, y'all want you to take a couple finance classes I think, I think, to
1: appease me? Well, no, I think it's the same incentive. I think I think that 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 incentive, theoretically speaking, this is this is pie-in-the-sky talk here, what, what I'm saying, I think that if kids knew they could make, let's say, $1,000 or $2,000 per C or B in high school, they'd be more apt to in in urban community communities. They'd be more apt to stay in school and get those and get those grades where and I think that if you can apply some sort of monetary uh, some sort of monetary goal behind that, then I think that that would be because because the, the problem with with to me in the urban community communities isn't that they don't have the aptitude to be able to go to school and make these great grades. I think that they don't see the immediate payoff right then and there. And if there was some sort of way like, like what I'm talking about, I think that they'd be more motivated to go in and engage in, in, in their studies.
0: I understand what you're saying, and I think it's two different. I think what you're what you're talking about is a I think a much bigger and much more important issue about how you why poverty why poverty happens. You know,
1: and full disclosure to everybody, Mark knows I'm a big education. Uh, And not that he's not, but I've been harping on our private discussion that I think the biggest divider in economics is education. So I'm a little biased, a lot biased towards towards that piece of it.
0: And I just I as a person with. I'll say a different I won't say more experience, but I'll say a different pathway. I've worked at I've been an entrepreneur, I've worked for myself my entire career. Minus two years where I was executive vice president of a and operations at Epic Records, a division of Sony. And I did that based on what I've learned and what I've uh, developed over the years. Everybody around me, my assistant, not my assistant, but everybody else's assistant, every intern had more traditional education than me. I wasn't the highest paid person in the company, but let's just say I was maybe, if I had to guess, I was in the top six or seven of a company with hundreds of people. And every there was many, all the people below me had edu- traditional education. Mm-hmm. And the point that I'm saying is the path to being educated to being able to do a job is a different path for everybody. I got there because I have rare skill. What I teach What I teach my children, what I teach the people who come in and around me is become excellent at your rare skill. I don't do everything right. I don't know a lot of anything. If you took me out of this and said, go run a division at B of A, I could not do that. But I'm an expert at what I do. I know how to cash in and I know how to cash out. And what I preach to the people that I'm around, whether you're in school or not, my son-in-law is in school and going to law school. He can take care of the school part. He goes to law school next year. He got that. None of that shit means anything to me unless he develops a skill of closing deals and being able to go in and work a room and close a room. Because as an attorney, that's what's going to matter. Him learning the law ain't going to help him when he comes <clears throat> over here
1: and gets in here with me. Well, would you venture to say that the B of A that you, you mentioned, the higher you go up the trough and pay scale, you're generally going to find higher education? No question. So what we're talking about in music is a very unique situation. But we're also where talking you, about rare skills. where you find where. But yeah, but music is a is is a rare skill to have. People don't aren't, can't just identify talent. They can't just play the piano. They can't just do what Alicia Keys does. These are these are ain't no school gonna help them to do that. But if you're talking about Bank of America, if you're talking about FedEx, if you're talking about working at First Data or Equifax or any of these companies. The fur to get in the door, you have to have a degree, and the further you go up, you'll find that these people have, uh, they have, uh, bachelors of art or MBAs or these 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 sure. degrees, and so I feel like we- you're talking about a unique situation, which is the reason why you have been reluctant to speak at schools because you realize how rare it is for someone like yourself to get to where you're trying to get to. Nah,
0: I don't like to speak at schools because I think at the end of the day, I don't want to give anybody the sense that this is an alternative, like a shortcut or a different way. Not everybody's cut out for this business. And the point that I'm trying to make but to you— But you would say most aren't cut like, out. And I, listen, I can tell you, from, I can tell you from, from also from this standpoint. Let's take music out of it. Let's talk about medicine. I've had cancer in my family. My dad, my cousin just went through about— my brother went through about um, you know, cancer survivors. You can go to medical school. You can get the degree. You can get everything. All them doctors ain't the same. Just because everybody went to no, medical not school don't make equal. them the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Every doctor ain't the same. No, they're not created equal.
0: Rare skill is what pays you. Rare skill is what saves lives.
1: But if you a doctor, you ain't
0: broke. No, you're not broke. That's the no, point. You're, you're absolutely not you can, broke. You could be the lowest
1: but just because doctor you have, and you're still going to be but straight. you can
0: also be somebody who's broke or living check to check with a degree. I think it's not it's not saying enough to say, if you get your education, because I think that's also been part of the black community. We've all heard that growing up, go to school. We used to say, go to school and get your lesson. Go to school, and get your education. But there's more to the sentence. Go to school, get your education, apply it, like become an expert, develop a rare skill. Cause that's what pays you. Like no disrespect to anybody that works hard, blue collar worker, But, like, you can get anybody to drive a bus. That's not a rare skill. That's why I don't pay that great. But to cut through somebody's skull and operate on their brain is unique. That's why he gets that money. I can't do that. No, everybody can't do it. So I preach rare skill. Because if your talent is painting, just become great at it. And you don't have to go to school to get that. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, we went way longer on that subject. You got me sweating over here, mad, <laughs> Got me
1: upset. <laughs> I, you know, you know, when I saw this uh, on our uh, on our schedule to talk about, I felt like it could go a little long. <laughs> and I just shout out to Gavin Newsom, the governor of
0: California, excuse me, governor of California, for for initiating what I think is some of the most important um, legislation, and we can get to the business of
1: obliterating about, the idea of
0: amateurism about, because it's not amateur about LeBron,
1: sports. How LeBron, though, creating a platform? That's big for him to get, him to get that signature yeah. on his show.
0: And it's just another example of LeBron's greatness that can't be hated on by me. Um, you know, this guy has been Michael Jordan in some respects. And I heard somebody say this the other day. It's not mine, but I forget who, who said it. No, Stan Sharp said it. He said he's Michael Michael Jordan in some regard. And he's Muhammad Ali in some regard. I mean, he's he just sort of like he just brings a lot and he's magic. He that's what he said. He's a mixture of Michael with the shoes and magic with the business and 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 Muhammad Ali with the with the activism. And you can't you can't um you can't respect him enough. Like I don't care, I prefer he never win another championship. <laughs> and I'd like to see the declining in his on-the-court skills, but he has my full support. Uh,
1: in all of the endeavors off the court. He's fantastic, man. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. So, shit. I thought, I, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. He's going to sign the bill on, on 100. So, I was like, so that, That's about to happen?
0: And that's, that stuff scares so many people that LeBron has no apologies to offer to anybody about how bold he is with his beliefs. Um, And he puts his money where his mouth is, and he puts the corporations who want to be in business with him, he puts their money where his mouth is, too. So he's really smart that way. And shout out to his team and State of California for, again, leading the way. California leads the way in a lot, a lot of stuff. It's A a lot of people don't look at California like this. I heard somebody say this the other day as well. California is for the worker. Like, it's for the worker. Like, everybody thinks of it like, you know, rich people living in the hills. But, like, you live in California, there's a lot of things that you have to do to protect the people who work for you. And they're they they fighting for the little man. It's in this case, they do. The man.
1: They do. They have they have some of the best laws for employees. Uh, back when I was in working in banking, um, the, I didn't get any paternity leave. I got it, but it was unpaid. And they were like, "If you were in California, yeah, you'd be paid." And I was like,
0: "Yeah." Oh, okay. Now California gets down for the working man, and we don't. You don't think yeah. of California in that way, but they're fully committed to it from the top of their government.
1: They're the liberal. Bottom.
0: <laughs> in some places. Um going to a much less sophisticated conversation. Um I want to talk a little bit about as I think we're going to run long today. So let's let's touch on this. I'm ready. Um
1: Dame and Shaq. Oh, are beefing and rapping. And rap beefing. Beefing and rapping. <laughs> and rapping and beefing. <laughs> rapping and beefing. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. so if I understand how it went down, I guess And tell me if I got the order wrong. Dame goes on the Joe Button podcast, and and somebody asked him about Shaq and having sold platinum and gold. And I think I'm paraphrasing, but he says, like, Shaq is not a rapper, Shaq was just rapping, or something that sort of diminished what Shaq had accomplished as a rapper. And then
1: did Shaq make the first disc record? Shaq went off, yeah. So so basically, uh, Dame Dollars went on the Joe Button podcast, which after watching really gave me confidence. In- <laughs> anyway, <laughs> point is, it's a top uh, podcast. bro. Uh, no yeah. Uh, which gave me immense confidence. It's about connection, but, but okay, he's connecting. Well, well, well what the hell I have even more confidence. <laughs> now. He's connected. <laughs> um, as I pan to my right, speaking of connections, but um, he went on there and he said, "The you know, they were giving him props, like, you know, oh man, you know, you, you, you wanted to, you know, you wanted to, dopest out there that's a ball player and rapping and uh and dame was like nah i feel like i'm the best to ever do it <laughs> and they were like well you and shaq and he was kind of he, and he started like kind of making his little face like <laughs> and he was like and they were like "Nah, shaq had joints you know shaq had some good records and uh he was like man he's like you feel like you better than shaq he was like yeah I, I i feel like i rap better than shaq and that's how it all started yeah. so so you know and then and, and then he elaborated he went on to say that man you no, know, people didn't look at it like Shaq as no rapper. They looked at it as Shaq and rapping. he's rapping. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like Shaq and, and Biggie. You know, like mentioning the same breath. So. But ain't nobody's mentioning Dame and Biggie. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. Nobody's mentioning Dame and Kendrick. Right. You know, to me, they're the same. They're both ball players that that, that rap in their spare time. And I think that and I think that the novelty that neither one of them are whack makes people feel like. They were they're actually better than they actually were now as it relates to Shaq. But I, I got to give Shaq the nod because I actually listened to Shaq's first album, Shaq Diesel. I liked, you know, Outstanding. Um, I like Can We Rock, which is on his first album. I think it was on the Fushnik's album as well. But I liked his first four singles. Um, and the album went platinum, um, which isn't, I guess, in the hip hop world, always a measure of someone's skills. But me coming from a pop music background, I, I always like to see some sort of success in the record sales. Yeah,
0: if you, get a, so, if you get a certification, like...
1: Yeah, and his first album went platinum. His second album went gold. He's got a couple of gold singles. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I still have to give the nod to Shaq. Not saying that Dame can't come on strong, but to me, like, like Dame trying to set... And in fact, I will say I'll give Shaq, you know, even a trailblazer in that regard. Give him that moniker, being that you know, he's the first real rapper MC or rapper athlete that actually got kind of that respect, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah. okay, he can rap. And yeah. so I think that Dame should probably be, you know, not even from a, if you want to take it from a basketball perspective or, or you know, an artistic perspective that, you know, you're really looking at kind of like, you know, one of your forefathers, if you will, particularly on the hip-hop to, to NBA uh, basketball perspective.
0: Because many have tried and failed.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, because... We're not even gonna talk about yeah, it. that's yeah. a whole show. And Lonzo still failing. We, we can do a
0: whole show of just rappers who failed. Yeah, like in fact, let's do a whole show of rappers who fail We don't have to talk about it right now. Yeah, I think that here's what I think, and I think you hit it dead on the head. I think Dame Dame Dollar, because now I'm annoyed. Like I came in here before a few podcasts ago and was like, "No, he's nice, he's nice." With we got it. bars, he, now I'm annoyed because <laughs> I think he's taking it entirely too serious. You're a ball player. I
1: was going to say the same thing. Yeah. They no, you did it, say it. They're taking themselves way no, too serious. No, you said it. Oh, I that's said a, that? No, I oh, said, okay. I, that's why I agree with you. I could. I didn't remember if I said it or not. Maybe well, you didn't it. say it
0: exactly like okay. that, but that's effectively what you were saying, is that you're a basketball player who raps. Yeah. It's a novelty. We think it's interesting. Yes. It's like the monkey that juggles. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like It's like, oh, shit. He's juggling knives. He's juggling knives. <laughs> it's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a novelty thing. <laughs>
1: oh now he got an axe and it's on fire but I'm not
0: because I had somebody and I'm going to call him by name my boy Mac Bailey he's in Columbia uh, Bogota working Ooh. and we've been texting and he he came like yo Dame Dame kills Shaq he kills Shaq now, now let me say this I didn't hear Shaq's rap yet pretty good I didn't hear it I just heard Dame Going and using a bunch of punchlines that I didn't think were true. Like you can't. First of all, you can't say Kobe won you three rings when Shaq had the MVP in those three.
1: Yeah, you know, and And his numbers. I think he was averaging like thirty four and like fifteen. So yeah,
0: your punchline it played well, but it wasn't fact based. Right. The stat lines do actually matter, (laughs) even in rap. Then he was saying stuff like you know, like everything he was saying. He was like, "Oh, you you in blue chips, but I'm in." I'm in 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 uh what's the, Space, Jam. Space Jam. But I'm like, you're not the star of Space Jam. <laughs> he was the star of Blue Chip. He's the reason why we went to the movies. Facts. Nobody's going to the movies to see Dame Dollar in that movie. We're going to see LeBron. Stop. Shaq is relevant.
1: Icy Hot. Buick. Insurance. Papa John's five guys. The general insurance. The general. Go to the save online? Go to the save one Ring. Burn,
0: burn. Ring. <laughs> yes. Check on my TV all day every day. Krispy Kreme. Then where's where's Dame at? Like to he, me, he I on, felt he, like Dame he on social media. If you want to beef with somebody, beef with like Otto Porter, like beef with somebody at your level. Yeah. Well, that's what I, like, I was. Come thinking. at Otto Porter. Come at come at like like regular dudes. Don't come <laughs> at no legend. Don't come at no icon.
1: Yeah. And then you actually brought your contract up. Man, I still think Shaq ain't spent none of his basketball money. So for those of you that don't know, Shaq was notorious, not notorious, but he was well known for not spending This is before his, direct pot, the direct deposit. Before, yeah, not yeah. <laughs> not spending any of his game checks.
0: Yeah, they would have to tell him as I understand the story, he they would have to tell him to deposit his checks.
1: Oh, they were going to uh Yeah, they expire. were going to expire or something. So yeah, so he would he like he didn't spend any of his rookie money for like a long time. Yeah. So he he just lived off of his endorsements. And and kudos to him. He took a marketing class. The one that I <laughs> he took a marketing In class. In that one year. No, he stayed for two years. Yeah, exactly. he stayed for two seasons. In that two years he three. was at,
0: at LSU. No, yeah, two, two, that's right. At two. LSU.
1: But he took a marketing course <laughs> and he his marketing teacher told him, because he said something to the effect of you know, I like to have you know be a star. like he's like, and his marketing teacher told him that can't be you. And I'm paraphrasing the conversation, but he basically told him that Shaq was was not going to be able to do it because of the position that he played and how big he was, and generally the marketing, the was, best yeah. deals go to you know guys that have smaller Look like sizes. the regular, look like the yeah. everyday guy. And he set out to basically prove him wrong, he and did. he still. Shaq won LSU professor zero. Yeah, yeah and maybe um, I need to remove him. <laughs> and Shaq went back and got his degree, too. Yeah. But. I Online. Just, yeah. No. <laughs> no, he got University of Phoenix. Antonio. No, he was. I think he went to the oh, graduation bro. with the thing. Vince Carter got he, his degree from Fe- University too. of Phoenix got regular graduation. Well, hey, he got it, though. Okay, let's see if it's, if it's Phoenix, Trump University, she, he got it. Oh, his. man, you don't want that. You want <laughs> nah, Antonio
0: but, Brown. No, nah, but my man my man hit me from Bogota like, yo, he murdered him. He murked him, blah, blah, blah. And then I listen to it. I'm like, okay, the stuff here is not real. And then I'm thinking, like, I like Dame as a player. I liked him as a rapper. But you're out of your, you're, you just, you just out of your realm right now. Like, just leave Shaq alone. Shaq is an icon. Play at the level you play at. Get you a ring. Get yourself close to a ring. Get yourself to a Western Conference Final Game 7 before you even beef with anybody.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Especially if you're gonna bring up rings and then you have no rings.
1: You have any rings.
0: So you go and you literally meticulously went through and tried to like take away his four while you have none. Now, if Kobe and Shaq was beefing and it was like, I got five, you got four, I did this, you did that, that's perfectly reasonable. Dame, you got nothing. You got nothing. Where's your endorsements? We don't know.
1: He got Adidas. That's it, yeah.
0: Do they got a commercial?
1: I ain't seen it. If it,
0: if it come on, it come on late. It
1: come on late. Late, like, late, like, like on. During Uncut.
0: They don't even have Uncut.
1: Then it probably don't come on. No. So, Dame, I'm going to just tell you. It was it was running while Uncut was on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dame fall back you barking up the wrong hey, tree hey we
1: love you as a basketball player Dame. you a good player but, but you uh, ain't
0: Shaq even in there Shaq got you yeah, Shaq. Shaq got you and in- there's not anything in the world Dame. let me say this to you there is not anything in the world that I would take you in over Shaq
1: <laughs> I believe
0: rapping endorsements I didn't even say endorsements I said endorsements
1: they nothing said Shaq said in his rhyme that he still makes more than him annually like right now, yeah. You don't think so? That's what no, I said. No, I believe I, he I, called I, out. Yeah, yeah, I got the two hundred million. I'm like, one, you just got that. You knew money. Well, and it's over like five or seven years. Yeah, Shaq
0: is getting bread through his investments. He's killing the game. He's one of the great examples of kind of like go be a pitch man. He's like literally turned into like Aaron Palmer, him
1: and uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, and he yeah he just got a uh, only just got. He doing a cruise line too. He's got a, he's I ain't even heard the that. the cruise line. Yeah, he's on the cruise ship, like, going. You, I, know. you
0: know what? I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I, saw that, I thought that was just Shaq yeah. on the boat. in.
1: Nah, no, he's in. Because <laughs> nah, Shaq's everywhere. Captain
0: Shaq. Shaq's <laughs> on the boat. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about, um, let's get into, because always, I always like to focus on guys who I just want to scratch my, to make me scratch my head. This, this kid Vontez, but he's not a kid; he's a grown man. Ted, Vont. First of all, he spelled, his name is spelled Vontez. Vontez, but
1: Vontaze, everybody says Vontez. Yeah,
0: Vontez. perfect.
1: Which is very Southern, even though he's from Cali. He's, he's from, from Cali. Yeah, really? he's from California. The Centennial. Yeah. Um. Yeah. T- uh, yeah, boy. I wonder if his mama from like Macon.
0: Yeah, everybody, man. that was a migration. It was. It was. You know, we all—all all our roots come from the same place. Shawna. All of them. All of us fancy now, now northerners. Now all of a sudden
1: we start getting more showing up. Showing up.
0: Showing up. You know, us as, as fancy northerners. You know, we all still come. Our parents were from down here.
1: That's right. You know.
0: Um. So Vontez managed to get himself. Like I think that Vontez is the most. Is is the dirtiest player, in modern football. Like I'm not talking about like the
1: Bill Romanowski. I,
0: I think he's past that. He spit. He he, he and went past JJ Stokes, Stokes
1: mouth. That hey. That's I ain't seen nothing. Oh, worse than that. Now Albert Haynesworth did the Hulk Hogan. He took the man's helmet off and stepped on uh, Andre Durard, the yeah, Center of, yeah, twice. Of, yeah. You know what I mean? You got to be a st- thirty stitches. Yeah, that but man both needed. but
0: both of those guys, one two of incidents at that level,
1: spitting in another man's that's off the chart. One. Off that's the number chart. One. That's off the chart. Like JJ Stokes should still be looking for Romo, but he
0: absolutely should. Vontez Perfect has been doing this since college. Nonstop through all his time in Cincinnati and then again at Oakland. And he doesn't seem to learn that it's costing him money. And maybe I put too much money. Maybe I'm just like a money whore or something like that. But to me, you don't play with the money or what the kids say. You're messing up the bag. You don't mess up the bag. no. He's messing up the bag.
1: You don't. Yeah, you want to try to protect the bag. You
0: protect the bag at all costs, right? This guy's had over five point three million dollars in fines and lost salary due to suspension.
1: Yeah, and I—that's a lot. I think, and I think, it, well, I mean, maybe he just that unwired, you know, unhinged. I and and I did you see him running off the field? Yes, blowing kisses. And yeah, and I thought, and I, we were texting about that, and I said. I think that that's probably going to be the death nail because you at least want to so show some sort of contrition particularly given your body of work as it relates to suspensions and fines and the way that you got them which is through dirty hits. So uh but I I now when I got there, I was thinking about it this morning and I said I blame his mama. von Bontez. Yeah. Vontaze, that's another you that you didn't really give him a lot of options, and he trending towards down that way. And I'm like, if had we had that black quality control name agent in that birthing room, we could have stopped all just this. Just to
0: run the, just to run the, the just the, to the, run it through, through the, the system, computer. yeah. Because and say well, Vontaze is is likely to come back suspended from NFL games, like uh, something yeah, along that yeah. line. Well,
1: first, is suspended from school, yeah. You know, then it kicked out of school. Then he had to reform school. Then you know, or the what I'm secondary saying? what they call it? yeah the yeah, se- yeah you know. And I I just I think that uh yeah I I mean you, you didn't inspector general wasn't one of the jobs that he <laughs> that come up with. say yeah and them. So I just like I think like and it got me to thinking like we need to do like a, a moratorium like a just a, a, a embargo on like anything that end in like avius. You know what I'm saying like Dontravius. You know, or any, basically the three syllable names. You know what I'm saying? Like Jaquante. You know, the three syllable names, we, the system when we pull up in the birthing room is gonna be like automatic passes for one syllable names. You know, Chris, Mark, Todd. Yeah, Todd. You know, and then two syllable names gonna have a high approval as well. Yes. You know, but three syllable names, I think we just should just be like a five year ban on those because. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 toquarius, you know, jaquavius. You know, I I just think, you know, I just think that, I think that you not giving us a fighting chance. Justice of the peace. (laughs) Laquavius this, this. No, man. So. It it becomes limiting. It becomes, exactly, you know. Because then, because then,
0: because effectively what you're saying is you're forcing that child into Linebacker Jaquavius.
1: Linebacker Jaquavius. Safety Latarius, Yeah. Or 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 like, you know, uh, Jiffy Lube. <laughs> if not. Yes. Pull the yeah. car up, Jatavius. <laughs> Hold on, right there. Right there. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. Up. little more. You know? So I feel like I just feel like you gotta do, we gotta do a better job at just giving when they pick up, oh like I was about to say pick up the application. I guess they don't do that anymore. They go online. Wait, you know. they don't
0: have applications no more?
1: Yeah. They're, nah. they're all online. I mean for the most part, right? Dang. Like, yeah. So so if you Dang. see you know I didn't know
0: that. <laughs> you literally just put me up on something.
1: So if you see Tiaqua various come up on the thing, you <laughs> I know if I'm if I'm looking at applications, I may, I'm not saying I would skip it. But I, I may be inclined to, to just see what's <laughs> That's you, a terrible thing to say. I'm just keeping it 100. various I don't even want to like various but, but you don't. He gonna be arguing every week talking about I shorted his check. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. Uh, t- I, hey, 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 boss, boss. He, can I come in for a second? You know, you shorted me on my hours. You know, I don't, uh, that, and I and I probably did. <laughs> Because <laughs> your name's Tiaquavarius. You get shorted on your hours. Yo. So I, you, know? you so out of pocket right now.
0: <laughs> you so out of pocket. Listen, we had a ton of other stuff that we had to get to, but we ran um we ran a little long in the uh the NCA because you started you started I don't know what you were doing. You were dancing. You were doing a dance that I didn't like. <laughs> Got me upset. Hot. It's hot. Get the lights that, are hot. Get,
1: take that marketing degree. If y'all gonna start getting paid, like, let me just encourage y'all to do that. Take marketing. Yeah, let me take encourage finance.
0: you, but let's not make it a requirement. I can encourage you all day. I can encourage you to take advantage of your scholarship, your Division One scholarship to Clemson and Alabama and LSU. But I am not of the belief that we should be adding incentives for you to get uh, money for your likeness and for the popularity that is developed around your skill set.
1: Yeah, you're going to be a part of the blowing money fast.
0: It doesn't mean you're blowing money fast. <laughs> it's terrible. You just think so little of people.
1: I, I'm sorry, just going by. Let the me numbers. get
0: my money and then we'll figure out yeah, the little. Yeah,
1: hey, hey, give me mine, okay? Let's get, let me get <laughs> mine and then we'll go <laughs> right They riding down the daggone highway with the money blowing out the window. Did you hear about the draft pick for uh, Tampa that tried to take his game check? Uh, this is some years Don't ago. Don't tell me to the currency exchange. No, took it down. So he got his first game check. This is a this is like 15 years ago, maybe even longer. He took his game check to the dealership to buy a car.
0: I I think I remember hearing that.
1: And and so it was like, well, how do you, you know, how do you, here, here go my check, you know. And and so the dealership had to figure out how to cash it and bring him change for the car. <laughs> <laughs> On that note,
0: um, we're going to go ahead and close this out. Um... As you guys know or you don't know, uh our podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh any place that you would normally get um that you would normally get uh, uh audio podcasts. But we'd like to encourage you to also go to our YouTube channel where you can see this in its entirety, uncut, unedited, all the curse words, everything. Um, you can see that there and you can see that uh Rob tries to intimidate me with his stares and his looks when I don't agree with him. He's a bully, and you'll be able to see that. You something that you can't get through the audio.
1: Y'all, Can y'all feel the cynicism? <laughs> <laughs> the facetiousness?
0: Um, also, I... <laughs> also, you can follow us on our uh, social media platforms, uh, uh, Statlines Matter, at, on Instagram, on um, Twitter, also on Facebook. And as always, you can hit us on our hotline, which is area code 404 500 9017 uh you can text or and leave a or, or leave a message if you leave a really good question we'll play it on the air um in the meantime we're gonna come back in a few days uh wrap up this next week's football uh we had we got we had a lot of football for you so we'll bring all that football forward and we'll talk about a lot of football next week but in the meantime go back check out uh, our old episodes check out our new episodes I'm Mark Stewart. Rob Hunter, and this is Stat Lines Matter. Peace. I ain't good for games. Say to my face. Say to my. Say to my face.